Happy Tuesday. It's your girl, Keish. And this is Coffee with Keish. I want to talk today about what I believe is graceful parenting. Okay, so as you all know, I'm a mother of four biological children and one bonus kid. And in raising them, I have been able to experience a multitude of different things while at the same time working towards creating a healthy environment for them to feel safe in all areas of their life. If I'm being completely vulnerable and transparent... I have, I believe that I have not been successful so far in creating that environment. Um, I've always believed that a wounded child is a wounded adult, right? And if those wounds aren't addressed, then those wounds, they grow bigger and they become infected and they create chaos. They create problems within a person's body. And what we have now in this time and it's obviously been like that before right because it's generational but now we have situations where we have wounded children raising children and because of that we will have more wounded children raising children The most humbling job or experience that I believe you can have in this lifetime is being a parent. Because you aim to, you know, your main focus is to make sure that they don't experience the same types of traumas or experiences that created traumas in your life. And so... What you do is you try to change the narrative. Now, here's where the problem arises. And what I found is that a lot of the things that you've experienced that you want, you desire to be different in, or 
on when it comes to your children is there is a certain level of resentment that you hold towards your parents that that inner child of you that's holding against your parents and you make a vow to change the narrative without healing that inner child so what happens is essentially because you're not dealing with that wound and you're not dealing with that problem internally what happens is you continue that generational curse because you are raising your children unhealed I see that for myself Throughout my childhood and my life, um, my younger years, I would say there was a traumatic experience that I dealt with for years. Um, Since before I can remember, up until about maybe 11 or 12. And that experience plagued my life. In a way to where I accepted victimization. And I took that experience and I utilized it for my story and the part that allowed me to be victimized. I used it as a tool to be, to make people care, to make people empathize with me in my experience. Not realizing that my children were watching me. Specifically, my 11-year-old daughter. And she has experienced things that have made her a victim. And here's the problem with being a victim. And this is personal experience. I'm not even talking about her right now. I'm talking about me. The problem with being a victim in your life that first and foremost autonomy you have none you have no power over yourself because you've given that power away and two you're dangerous because you lack accountability because you don't see your actions as your actions you simply see them as a consequence or a result to something someone else did. So for me, personally, I've experienced, 
I recognized, well, once I got on the other side of that and I really like realized that I was very much so vibrating in the space of victimization. Like, first of all, let's just talk about how difficult that is, how big of a pill that is to swallow. Because it's not just about, oh, people hurt me, oh, people did me wrong. It's not just about that. It also contains your actions towards people. And so once you realize that you've been moving in a victimized way, what follows is the realization that there is a trail of people who've been hurt by your actions. I want to talk about what makes a narcissist, right? And this is my own personal theory. And this is my own personal experience. And what you're going to find here on this show is that I don't bring statistics. I don't bring other people's information. I bring my personal experience, right? And my personal theory. So if it doesn't resonate or if, if it can be deemed to be untrue, I'm willing to learn and better understand it. Because I believe that we're always in a space of, of learning, always a student, right? So I want to get into narcissism. And just from my personal experience with people who carry traits of narcissism, first and foremost, I believe that I had become a narcissist because narcissists utilizes their pain and their traumatic experiences as an excuse to hurt other people. Now, we don't always realize and we don't always make a conscious effort to see or get a better understanding or better understanding what it is, right? Nor do we purposely hurt people. We're simply just protecting ourselves. And because of those experiences, we create false identities of ourselves. So back to my daughter. Right now, I'm currently really, really working on, working diligently, okay? I am still personally triggered, if I'm being honest, by the way she thinks in that space of victimization. So I'm pretty sure that there is judgment towards myself in that area about that. And so obviously, I'm going to do shadow work because I... Want I desire to be indifferent because the only way that I can help her through this process is for me to be indifferent to it, to not take anything personal. But currently I am because it's a reminder of who I had become. And so it's like this burning desire to to fix her to heal her that's not the way to go about it. way to go about 
healing a person or healing yourself from traumas and um, character flaws is to recognize that none none of it, none of your experiences were your fault. First and foremost. So there's no need for you to blame others and point the finger. What it does and what it should do is allow you to be more understanding to those who have who may have inflicted that pain. I'm gonna be completely transparent in this in this um, episode. I'm gonna talk about how I became my trauma. When you experience things that devalues you or demeans you, you lose a sense of personal value. And it takes for you to recognize that the thing that happened to you wasn't supposed to or wasn't, well, no one is saying it wasn't supposed to, more so wasn't for you. I mean, um, to you, but it was for you. And it was for your journey, it was for your path to be more of a light. A guiding post for those who have been lost in that space. But you can only really truly understand that once you can truly heal from it. And first and foremost, it takes understanding that it didn't happen to you. It happened for you. Now, when I would hear that saying, I would be like, okay, what does that mean? Because it did happen to me. So how was it happening for me? For a greater good. Let's dive into that. So let's use having a drug addicted parent, right? You may feel like, oh my gosh. They drunk. They get drunk. They don't want to do anything for me. They don't want to take care of me. They don't want to be there for me. They don't want to provide for me. They don't want to listen to me. And so because of that, you carry a certain resentment towards that alcoholic parent or that drug addicted parent. And you can find no sympathy. You're angry because you feel like they're being they're choosing to be drunk and choosing to be negative and dysfunctional in your life. And that's when the space of saying something is being done to you. But when you understand that things are being done for you, you understand that that drug addicted parent first and foremost experience their own traumas right and it's generational so their parents and so on and so forth before created this trauma within them and their best way of coping is alcoholism or drug addiction and so that's an example of someone not understanding that a person's actions 
isn't for them isn't because of them isn't to them but it's for them so you get older and you know you got your drug addicted parent you get older and you meet someone if and that person come find out they're actually addicted to to drugs or addicted to something right you experienced a drug addicted parent to learn how to deal with and experience a drug addicted person and so if you step outside of the pain that has been caused you could see the purpose behind it but if you're unhealed and you are a victim of that victim then you're gonna feel like dang like I'm just always gonna I guess that's just what I'm worthy of alcoholism or drug addiction I guess that's what I'm worthy of but no you are equipped for it now you weren't equipped to heal this person okay don't get it twisted don't think you're just supposed to to be God for this person no you were brought in that situation with your parents to become aware of what it looks like right and you can do one or two things if you are unhealthy internally then you're going to continue to go down that rabbit hole with that drug addicted person you're going to stick around right because you don't see the connection but if you are healed right you're going to say oh okay so maybe the experience with this drug addicted or alcoholic person is for me to understand what grace looks like for my parents is not personal their experience isn't your experience like that person that you're dealing with who is who happens to be an alcoholic or a drug addict they had those experiences before you came around and so the point for you to experience the alcoholic person or the drug addicted person is for you to find an indifference towards that parent that carried that that had that issue Right, I found it so many different times for me like I had developed judgment in my space of, of uh, being victimized right and so in my healing and in my process of evolving out of those states of consciousness and those states of minds I found that I would be I would be drawing myself to relationships and people who mirrored those things that I needed to become indifferent to and I need to heal from right initially while I was still in my victimization I thought oh my god these people just don't like me oh they just they just did it no it was a lesson it was for me to say oh okay so you judgmental I know what that feels like wow what area within me am I judging myself in what area within me do I feel addicted to something or I judge because ultimately when we judge things 
we judge ourselves first right and so here's the thing with having a, a unaddicted parent right we judge ourselves for who we can become because of that drug addicted parent so we dr- we judge the drug addicted person in us we judge that and if we dr- judge it like hard enough right if we judge it hard enough then what will end up happening is that we'll become that person that we're judging so strongly so crazy but it happens and so the point is to get out of the space of judgment I judged victimization this that is why I struggle I have struggled with my daughter because I judge victimization I judge myself and so now I obviously quite naturally I'm judging that I'm judging her judging what she's doing and so that's why it's difficult for me to push her through it and so that's where it comes to the point right of really focusing on yourself and working on yourself diving into those areas asking yourself questions where you need to get an understanding of why you feel so strongly in a negative or in a in um yeah in a negative way it is because there is judgment there and it's judgment on self first so how I would go about really better understanding why I feel triggered with my daughter and her ability to easily victimize herself when she clearly would be the <laughs> be the reason why she would get in trouble would be this in those heats of the moment when I'm saying hey hey Lena um da 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 and she has a response of oh my god Instead of, why are you acting like that? Why, what, what's wrong with you? Instead of responding like that, the point, my first step needs to be take a deep breath. And I ask myself, why are you triggered? Why are you upset that she's upset? And then, of course, my response would be, well, because why she acting like that? It's her fault. She did it. She the reason why she in trouble. Then, so then my next question would be, if it's her fault and she's dealing with the consequence, why does it matter how she responds? Because I need her to understand that that her choices is the outcome of the of the consequences. Okay. But she has the consequence. Why are you continuing to be upset? That she's going through the motions of the consequence of the action. 
because I need her to understand that she's not a victim. Why do you need her to understand? Because being a victim is destructive. Why is it destructive? Because when you move like a victim, you have the potential to hurt other people. And you'll blame it on your problems. You'll blame it on on what other people did to you. And if you blame people, then you won't be able to see your part. And it's so interesting because being triggered, when you're triggered with something, you don't see yourself neither. Because why? Why do I need her to change her attitude and accept it? Because for me, right? It shows me that she understands what I'm saying. And if she understands what I'm saying, then I'm doing a good job as a parent to teach my children. But if she don't understand what I'm saying, then I'm terrible. I'm a bad parent. And there you have it. The reality is you feel connection to being poorly judged you're judging yourself based off of another person's ability to receive and to accept what you see the point is for you to allow your child and your inner child to digest the situation give them space stand your ground hey yeah, you uh, noticed that uh, you didn't clean the kitchen properly. So, you know, the way that I needed you needed you to. So, you're going to get another day. That's how we do it, you know. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I hate that you're upset, but we have to be responsible. It's important that we know why. That's too much. The, the responsibility that we hold as parents saying, hey, I noticed you didn't do the kitchen properly. Yeah, another day. And walk away. Allow our children to digest that process for themselves. But also be in that guiding post. Why are you upset? What, what upsets you about the fact that you have to do the kitchen again? Questions are going to help to process that, make it easier to digest. But in her understanding, oh wow, if I don't do stuff properly, there's a chance that I have to go back to do it. I don't want to do that anymore. So let me become more self-aware. But if you spend all this time as a parent, ah, oh, see, you don't ever do nothing right. You so lazy. And I listen, by Okay? I'm not an angel here. I have been very guilty of being that way. And what it does is it hinders the process of learning for your child. We, as parents, have to learn how to give the 
information and release our babies and allow them to go through the process. Digesting that information, absorbing it, understanding it, gaining clarity and creating the action plan. It's important to ask the right questions and it's important to create the guideline, the guiding posts for them to move throughout life and they make the decisions and they make the choices and they feel self-assured and self-aware because they're breaking those boundaries, those, 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 um, not boundaries, those, those curses because they're using, utilizing their own brain. I said that I wanted to have children that questions the status quo. But it has been difficult because I haven't been a parent that does that, that encouraged them to challenge the status quo. So I'm working progress, obviously. And I'm definitely working on that because I desire for my children to have their own mind. And so my rings are being lightened up a little bit because. I need them to understand. I need them to be prepared. I don't think you can prepare your children. If you're constantly bickering and fussing at them and not really allowing them the opportunity to figure it out. So, for me, I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to do that shadow work in that area. Do my daughter, you know, acting like a little victim or responding like a victim. And I'm going to allow her find her way and just continue to be there for her so as we know my coffee cold so that's the wrap up for me thank you guys for joining me it's been real peace